In today's Gospel, John the Baptist sees what no one else sees. Everyone else sees a young Jewish rabbi walking toward John at the Jordan River. There's nothing extraordinary about that. But John the Baptist has a deeper perception, a deeper awareness. He sees more. He sees what no one else sees. John sees the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John sees his Messiah. John sees his Savior. In short, John sees his God alive and present and at work in Jesus, his cousin. Which brings us to Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati and a young man named Kevin Becker. Many of you know the story of Blessed Pier Giorgio, who has become a great inspiration and a great role model to Catholic young people all over the world, especially in recent decades. Recent popes have often mentioned Blessed Pier Giorgio and quoted him in their World, De World Youth Day talks and homilies, and in other addresses where lots of young people have been present. Pier Giorgio Frassati was born in Turin, Italy in 1901, and he died only 24 years later of polio, a disease he probably contracted from the many sick people that he visited and cared for during his life, his relatively short life. He came from a wealthy family. His father owned a newspaper, but he gave away most of what he had to the poor, even sometimes his bus money on his way home. He would have to run home quickly instead of taking the bus because he'd given his bus money away. He was also a very gifted athlete, a mountain climber among other things, and of course he was deeply devoted to prayer and the sacraments and his Catholic faith. Pier Giorgio Frassati was beatified by Pope John Paul II back in 1990. Now on to Kevin Becker. Kevin Becker in 2011 was a student at East Stroudsburg University of Pennsylvania. He didn't know any of the information I just shared with you about Pier Giorgio Frassati. He didn't even know Pier Giorgio's name. Then he had a terrible accident one day. He fell from the second floor of the house he was renting at school with some of his friends, two of his fellow college students. He fractured his skull in five places. His brain was severely injured. The doctors did emergency surgery immediately, but for nine days afterward, he was completely unresponsive. Doctors thought he probably wouldn't live, and if he did somehow recover from the injuries, he, in all likelihood, they said, would be severely handicapped for the rest of his life. Well, one of Kevin's cousins suggested that the family begin praying to Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati, asking for his intercession, because as she put it, he needs one more miracle to be canonized a saint. So the family and the friends of the family began to do that. And Kevin's mother placed a picture of Pier Giorgio by her son's bed in the hospital. 
Well, the very next day after they started praying, much to everyone's surprise, Kevin opened his eyes for the first time since the accident. Shortly thereafter, he began to stand and speak and walk in a normal fashion. When he left the hospital and began physical rehab, he discovered that he was miles ahead of the other people who were there, including those who had been in recovery from brain injuries for six months to a year. When he was given some cognitive tests to determine how much brain damage he had experienced, he passed with flying colors. In fact, the doctors told him it was like he had never been injured. On the day after he came home from the hospital, he decided to take a walk with his mother. And during the course of that walk, he told her about an experience he had while he was unconscious, a strange, dreamlike experience. He said that in this dream, and I put dream there in quotes because it may have been a dream or may have been a vision of some kind. But anyway, in this experience he had, he woke up in the house he shared with his friends and he heard someone moving downstairs. He woke up, his bed was on the second floor. The beds of the three residents were on the second floor. Kevin said it was unusual for one of the other guys to go downstairs first in the morning. He was normally the first one up, so he wondered who was downstairs. So he went to investigate. And in the living room, he found a young man, a young man he didn't know. He said to him, who are you? The man said, I'm Giorgio, your new roommate. Kevin said, that can't be. I already have two roommates, Nick and Joe. The stranger said, you don't have to worry about them for now. Kevin then said he spent the day with Giorgio, and again put day in quotes because he really doesn't know how long it was, but it seemed like a day. And he did everything possible, Pier Giorgio did, Kevin says, to keep him there in the house. They did different things together, but every time Kevin wanted to leave, he said, Pier Giorgio would say to him, you're not ready to go out there yet. Kevin's mother said to her son, do you think you'd recognize this person if you saw a picture of him? Kevin said, oh yeah, I would. So then he, she showed him the picture of Pier Giorgio that he had at his bedside. He hadn't seen it in the hospital. Kevin said, yes. That's him. That's the guy in my dream. That's the guy who kept telling me not to leave the house. I recently read that the medical records of Kevin Becker's case have been sent to Rome to the Congregation for the Causes of Saints. Perhaps this will be the miracle, the second miracle, that results in Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati finally becoming Saint Pier Giorgio Frassati. I certainly hope that it is the miracle. In today's Gospel story, John the Baptist sees what no one else sees. He sees God alive and present and at work in his cousin Jesus. In the story I just told you in this homily, what do you see? Do you see a mysterious case of spontaneous healing. Some would say they see that. Do you see an unexplained phenomenon? 
that has a natural explanation, a natural explanation that we just don't understand yet, but someday will. Do you just see a young man who got lucky? Or do you see a God who's alive and present and at work among us in this world? In that story, what do you see? I'm not sure how you would answer that question, my brothers and sisters, but I can tell you with almost absolute certitude how John the Baptist would answer it.